language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue. We would be honored if you would join us. How are you feeling? Your latest workups on your condition indicate that all damage has been reversed. Recovery is total. I believe you have been quite fortunate. No further thanks are necessary, Commander, but you are most welcome. It is my function and pleasure as a medical droid to help and heal human beings. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. All right, hello everybody. Welcome to a very special Star Wars from the back to tank. This is going to be a, a mini, a mini podcast or a mini cast. A where, little dip into the back to tank. Yeah, just a little dip. We're not going to go full submersion. We're going to just dip our toe, maybe our balls. Is that inappropriate for a, a show that we're going to well, be breaking? At least you didn't say taint. Okay. Well, that'd be pretty hard just to put the taint in there. I mean, that's... <laughs> Uh, you gotta have some. You gotta have, yeah, you have some serious flexibility there, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna be talking about Lego Star Wars All Stars. Uh, it is a Lego animated series that was released simultaneously on Disney XD and the Disney XD YouTube channel. The first episode, from trenches to wrenches, the Roger story was broken into eight parts or micro episodes. Yes. It was a transmedia type release that was promoted across multiple platforms available on both Disney XD and YouTube. Firstly, I have to say, I love that Lucasfilm is doing stuff like that. It shows strategy. It shows tender, loving care for the fandom. When it comes to strategy to introduce Star Wars to a new generation of children. That's the whole thing they're trying to do with these Lego series and the fact that they're releasing them free. You got to remember Disney XD is not a free network. It's a paid. It's a part of your cable subscription. But they chose to release these in micro episodes on YouTube at the exact same time. And they did this for the purpose of, of hopefully grabbing a new younger demo so many kids spend so much time on youtube my kid spends more time watching kid-friendly youtube videos than he actually does watching actual television programs oh yeah so viewing habits have changed so much and with the many options we have today to watch shows it's only going to evolve more and more quickly and you want to talk about crossing over and doing more transmedia Mm mm-hmm the fact that that basically, when I looked this up, this series actually helped sales of Lego when it showed up. Because why? Because kids watched it and said, oh, I want to get that from yeah. Lego. And I'll be honest, everything you see in Lego Star Wars uh, All-Stars, you can buy as a Lego set. Yeah, it's that, great. It, it's it's flat out there as Lego. I think it's cool. And I know a lot of people are so anti corporation and anti-business and oh disney only is interested in making money oh shame on them but george (laughs) lucas did the exact same thing and you know if you hope to be creative and you hope to continue stories uh, that you can market to the masses guess what you need to do you need to create revenue 
And you also have to capitalize on all those ancillary revenue streams. So it's not, there's nothing wrong with them trying to capitalize on the younger demo, make some money via Lego licensing and products. There's nothing wrong with that. It, 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 it just makes a lot of sense. And if we want Star Wars to live on and surpass our own, our own demo, this is what they need to do so that yeah. there is an audience in 15, 10 years and that the star Wars release strategy doesn't slow down. So I totally get the release strategy, but after that initial release, you can now watch the eight parts in a single 22 minute episode, which is titled from trenches to wrenches, the Roger story. Now, David be warned and the audience out there as well. This is a full on kids cartoon filled with extreme battle droid silliness but it works but it works so we're going to keep our discussion in the proper context of the targeted demo we're not breaking down the next star wars film no okay so this series or at least this episode is a bit of a spinoff of the other lego series the Freemaker adventures where roger the battle droid is one of the main characters but unlike that series this one follows the adventures of Roger through different Star Wars eras beginning after the Clone Wars era and moving all the way into more recent times like the Battle of Jakku, which let me just stop there for a second. Thank you, someone. <laughs> how is Lego? <laughs> how is Lego the first ones to actually give us a true look into the Battle of Jakku? And even though it's not canon, yeah. none of this is canon. None of this is canon. But at least as an audience, we get the first real view or look into the Battle of Jakku. We got to see, you know, like actual vehicles that were used in, in the, apparently in the Battle of Jakku, like sand speeders. I, yeah. And I'm hoping that I, I know it's kind of it was more or less just a, a plot device. The idea of Jakku, the Battle of Jakku, it was simply a plot device for the Force Awakens. And it worked for that. But now that we have moved past Force Awakens and they have continued to go back to Jakku and use the Battle of Jakku as such a central point as when, I mean, it's centralized. They made it such a, an iconic moment now in Star Wars history because it's the moment when the Empire was finally fully defeated. Yeah, it was the last known recorded battle of the Empire. Yeah, so to see that visually... It was fun for yeah. a Star Wars fan. And, and honestly, that's what this series amounts to. Fun little moments. This is the series that you can look at as nostalgia. Using nostalgia and then building your story upon that. What characters do you want to see, fans? Do you want to see K2SO and Cassian? Do you want to see young Solo and Lando and Chewie flying through the galaxy? All right, here's how we're going to do it. It's it's great moments of nostalgia kind of packaged into a yes a childish story but even if you're not into these kid cartoons it's still clever and clever yeah that and all of that being said i really dug this episode the whole idea of taking the silly absurd antics of the battle droids and forming an actual episodic adventure seems fitting for this type of series yeah the battle droids were always the comedy relief in star wars and Properly capitalizing on that to make a lighthearted adventure 
it just feels on par with Lucas's overall vision of Star Wars. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. Because like at the end of the day, you know, everyone points at the most controversial thing that Lucas said is he made Star Wars for children. But in actuality, we were kids when we first saw Star Wars and we fell in love with it and we continue to. It's love grown it. with us. It's grown with us. Yeah. The thing now is, is like they need to make the next generation grow with Star Wars. Yeah, we grew with the movies, but kids nowadays, they look at those movies and they're just being they're just being shown the movies. They want more stuff right that they can cling on to themselves and something that is um that is star wars by definition yeah. and this is this is that the lego series felt like star wars whether i it doesn't matter that it was immature it doesn't matter yeah. that it's geared towards very young children the fact that they captured star wars in 22 minutes is fucking amazing. That's quite a feat. It's because quite a feat. There's other iterations of Star Wars that haven't even managed to do that quite yet in two hours. And I'll be honest, th this is one of the things that was very unsung for Star Wars fans because people tossed it aside and said, oh, it's good. It it's just a cash in. In actuality, I'm glad they made the connection to Freemakers because the Lego Freemakers series was really good. It was it was, it was fun. a kid's. It, it was, was fun. A, it was a kid's show, but it was well written. It was it was silly but fun. It it, it, it was, was silly and fun. It was what it was. That series was exactly what it set out to be. Yeah, it wasn't trying to be anything other than what it was. And, and in a lot of ways, they carried on that vibe into this. And I hope that this series, when people actually see Star Wars All Stars, go back and watch Star Wars Freemakers. It's actually pretty clever. It is. And the story behind it is really good. I was literally in Star Wars Freemakers, the opening episode with Emperor with the Emperor and Darth Vader. I was literally <laughs> laughing out loud. Yeah. It makes you giggle. Yeah. Because the way I'm like going uh, the, my favorite episode that uh, of Trenches to Wrenches is the callback to the Emperor where the two guys in the they're escorting these droids to get deactivated say that yeah. oh the emperor made the call that i don't want any laser <laughs> blaster fire wasted i'm like people have to know when they when they watch freemakers they really parody the heck out of the emperor isn't that what it felt like there were moments in freemakers as well as this series so this far series, in the yeah. opening episode it felt like um a, a less mature version of robot chicken. Yes. There was a lot of parroting going on, a lot of over the top Star Wars moments that we've come to expect. But and you just, have that clever writing behind it that doesn't, it's not like a pie in the face. It's no. It's an actually well written joke. It's designed to be a parody. And that's why it works. And also the, the chosen eras and how they managed to push Roger into all of those, <laughs> into all of those brief moments were clever and fun. It was literally designed to feel like we were on an amusement park ride yes, with all the appropriate excitement and fast paced action and to see some of our favorites briefly interact with Roger added to that entire vibe. It oh, was yeah. very similar to, at least for me, very similar to star tours or even Pirates of the Caribbean, where we are a part of the ride and we stop or breeze past some of our favorite characters, or we share a moment of adventure with a surprise appearance of a character through our ride or yes. adventure. And that's that's the way that, you know, the, the Star Wars All-Stars just hit it out of the park is like it they don't over they they don't overdo it. 
And when they go for it, when they go for that uh, punchline, mm-hmm. it's well executed. Yeah. And like, I think it was really the, one of the benefits of Star Wars All-Stars is they do it in two, four minute increments, which is fantastic because when you're dealing with a joke, you don't want to linger too long on it. You want to go bang, move on. Bang, move on. I do that with some women I've dated in the past. I'm like, I don't want to linger too long. I bang and then move on. And move on. Bang and move, move on. on. But then later in my 30s, I matured a bit and realized that's just not the the way to treat people. And then you end up with, you know, like a gilf. Or a disease. And and you know what? I just I just don't I don't I don't well, I guess we have a back to tank. I could always dip my balls in there, right? I don't want to be in that back to tank afterwards. <laughs> that ain't no cave, Dave. <laughs> The lunacy of it all actually worked to create. Yeah. I I feel like it all worked together to create an aura of Star Wars magic, and it was a a welcome shot, a smack into the veins for the hardcore fans wanting more and more Star Wars. And I mean, again, I don't want to talk this up too much to the point where people are like, "Oh, I gotta check this out." Mike and Dave loved it. Go in watching exactly what we're saying. It's fun, but it's very kiddish. And that's fine. As long as you're not trying to be serious or try to be something and you're not accomplishing it, this show is a parody. And they accomplish exactly what they're set out, what they had set out to accomplish, much like the Freemakers series that only lasted two seasons, unfortunately. Yes. All right, Dave. So let's take a brief, closer look at the eight parts of this series that makes up the first episode. Does that make sense? In In case it didn't. In case it wasn't clear to people, Dave, let me let me expand on that. In an attempt to create content that would drive up the demo, they released these short form episodes on Disney XD and also for free on YouTube yes. as short stories, two minutes, two to three minutes. Then they compiled compiled all of them together and they made an official release of episode one, which is Trenches to Wrenches, the Roger story. Now, each episode, at least for this one, I'm assuming they're going to do the same thing with the next. It's broken down into eight acts or eight parts. The first part is a way to get young Solo and young Chewie in the scene with the title Low, I am Manufactured. Uh, part two, it gets ugly. We see characters from the Freemakers. In part three, the good stuff, we see K2SO and Cassian. Yep. That might have been my favorite part. I really like the Cassian and K2SO stuff because they didn't just rely on moments in Rogue One. They relied on things that we never saw. Yes. I like that. Uh, part four was called The Prisoner of Tatooine. Part five, the droid rescue gambit. That that actually is probably my favorite. My least favorite was part six, yub nub. Actually, even that, I know, I understand why why a lot of people were like rolling their eyes in this one. However, it was funny though. It was funny, I, but I was also I hate you. I hate yub nub. <laughs> I hate yub nub. <laughs> part seven was what goes up, and part eight was I think my favorite outside. Ooh, because part three, I love the Cassian and K2SO stuff, but you know what? Part part eight might have been my favorite portion of the episode, and that one was the power of Jakku, and that's where we actually 
were able to see not only the Battle of Jakku, but we were able to see some Jedi shit as well. Yes. The young little force wielder, I forget his name, from Freemakers, actually displayed a, an enormous amount of power where he held up a Death Star, or uh, not the Death Star, a Star Destroyer from crashing on them. Yeah, and then he cut a ATST. Yeah, it was pretty ribbons. exciting. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> I don't know if we are actually adding to the whole dialogue where there's a lot of modern Star Wars fans are saying, oh, oh, the Star Wars fans, the old fans want us a bunch of hopping around and jumping with a laser sword. This is more thought out. <laughs> Maybe they're right. Maybe they have a point. Maybe we do want to see that. Isn't that what Star Wars is? Swashbuckling? Yeah. And adventure and excitement? That's that's the thing. It's about a lot of swashbuckling. It's it's the Flash Gordon goofiness. You know? Yeah. And Flash uh, from from the what inspired George Lucas, the old Flash Gordon reels, the Rocketeer, all that stuff is goofy and silly and fun. Yeah. And this is what it harkens to. I honestly, I dig it. When I, when I uh, watch these, I'm like, these are like the serials from the fifties. And it made me smile. That's a good comparison. It made me smile because like, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Those serials of the fifties is what inspired George Lucas. Yeah. So in a weird sort of way, Lucas, his inspiration becomes kids inspiration because what they're watching is like their own version of serials from the, from, from not the fifties, from the 2000s this is how serials should be where it's like oh one moment i'm here here we're gonna go flying into the distance it's an adventure ride i'm gonna cut people to ribbons <laughs> and uh i that's what i think really makes this series really special because even for kids this should make like hardcore fans just smile because it taps back into the inspiration that george lucas made yeah and that's i guess that's the best way to Set the stage right or set the yeah, set this table, I should say, for everybody, Dave. You know, don't expect Emmy nominated type work. No. Expect something fun, lighthearted, and silly. And silly. And, and I think most people, if they want to watch this, uh, it'd be a great uh it'd be a great way to watch something while you poop. You know, it's like two minutes long sometimes, these episodes. I mean, if you're one of those people that poop for an hour. You could get a whole... It's poop entertainment. It's poop entertainment. Yeah, I mean, I'm always looking for something to watch or play while I'm in the bathroom because I get bored. I get bored while I wait there and sit. So why not watch this while you take your next poop? <laughs> what a way to promote it. <laughs> All right. You know what? Final thoughts, Dave. In in it very quick because this was a very quick discussion. So final please. thoughts on this. I honestly think all Star Wars fans should watch this. I think it's a great introduction for kids to actually see this. I honestly would if they released Trenches to Wrenches in a DVD format, even though it's only twenty minutes long, I would still get it. Oh, so would I? Yeah, because it'd just be fun to actually pop it in and then watch the whole thing all over again. Sometimes it's fun just to pop it in and watch it all over again. <laughs> but like. When I went when I went back and actually looked at each episode, there is not a bad episode. I looked at everything. Not really. There's not any bad episode that you could say, oh, this is horrible. I mean, you brought the Ewok one, but like, yeah, the Ewok one's ridiculous. It, it wasn't horrible. It just it was not my favorite. It, 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 even at the very end, it made me giggle a little bit because, yeah, yeah. Ewoks are that annoying. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and like, I think like the bringing, bringing in the characters from other series and other generations just work. And then tying it again to free, uh, free maker 
was a genius move because now people will actually watch this and go, man, I should really watch Freemaker. And they'll go back and see those two seasons of Freemaker. Because I honestly feel that Freemaker was one of those Star Wars series that was really unsung because a lot of people just threw it away because it's Lego based. And honestly, I'm really happy with the Lego All-Stars. So I would give it a definite must watch for any Star Wars fan. All right. I'm not going to add to that. I agree with everything you said. It's a fantastic little fun escape. True escapism, Dave. Yeah. That's a good way to sum it up. It's true escapism. You don't need a lot of brain power. Poop material. It's poop material. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, if you're, I mean, let's not make it sound like it's horrible. So maybe uh, if you're standing in line at the grocery store, you're standing waiting for a doctor's appointment. It's a, it's a, each little part is a quick little watch, two to three minutes. That's all you need. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, sometimes you, hey, you know, two to three minutes. Some people may want to watch it while you have sex. If that's how long you last, if you're bored. <laughs> two two to, minutes, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done, lady. Yeah. See you later. As soon as this episode's over, I'm done. You, <laughs> all right. We need to <laughs> wrap this discussion. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you miss any part of this broadcast, past or present, please find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Thank you, David. Thank you. May the force be with us. Hello, this is Stormtrooper One. And if you've missed any portion of the show, you can always head over to FromTheBackToTank.com and uh, listen to the show at your leisure. Uh, we're also on Stitcher, Smart Radio, Stitcher.com, search BACTA, and add us to your favorites. Thank you. And uh, listen responsibly. And may the force be with you. And long live. Thank you for listening to From the Back to Take. And From the Back to Take is executive produced by Michael Flores and Dustin Lucas. Hosted by Michael Flores, David Zabal. You can find out more about our show by going to www.fromthebacktotake.com. You can also find us on Twitter at From Back to Take as well as Facebook, facebook.com slash from the back to date. Thank you.